2: North Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. 9 it is Sam and Greg on the second day of July. We say to you, God, morning, Georgia. Morning. And a special holiday weekend morning
3: to you folks in uh, Snellville. Snellville, where oh, everybody's somebody. Yeah, on everybody's uh, First Every- Baptist Church down there. Everybody's somebody in Snellville. Why are, are you looking at me like that? Eric, Looking at Who? me like, what? Oh, that's Eric looking at you. And, and listen to this. That's the slogan. That's the thing. That's the slogan for Snailville, man. We, we were talking
2: about this yeah. earlier. Happy 85th birthday to the king. Which king now? See, now that's the problem with having that as, well, A, remember the age I just said. So it's 85 years old to the king. If you got a, a nickname that multiple people use, like Lefty or something like, you know, like the king, you know, it's not really yours. What were we just talking about?
3: Okay, the king. Um, oh, about NASCAR. There you go, Richard Petty. There you go.
2: Happy eighty-fifth birthday to Richard Petty. To
3: the, to the man who draws his name when you ask for an autograph, he draws his name.
2: What do you mean? Draws? If you
3: he draws his name, they had to teach him how to write how to write his name without moving his wrist. Oh, got At, you. at, the, at the at the height of his popularity in the seventies um, and whatnot, he was he never wanted to turn anyone down ask him for an autograph. Right. And so they sent him to like a trade school to learn how to sign his name without breaking his wrist, so he draws his name. What was the issue with his wrist, though? you got to drive a car. I get that. Was there, so yeah, you're saying write your name? Yeah, he's driving his name. He's signed oh. so many autographs, you don't want to put any more work on your wrist because you're driving a okay. steering wheel for a car. And I'm sure it wasn't right. the ease that they wish they'd have him today. I'm sure he was fighting that thing but back then. You know what I mean? So, so power said, staring back in the, back maybe in not. the 60s Maybe, maybe was, not, right, when okay. he started. So they're saying, you know, hey, dude, you want to wear your wrist out by signing all these autographs. We sent him and they taught him how to, how to draw. So when you get Richard Petty to sign an autograph, it is art. It is art. Hmm. And so, and, and, you know, to my knowledge, he's still, why are you, what's wrong?
0: I mean, man, you're no talking way. about nuggets of information. I'm just amazed. That's yeah. all.
3: <laughs> you, they can't see his face, though. You just stopped right in the middle of a good story, man. People just drive off the road. I, well, I found this up when I was living and working in North Carolina. That's and, a great story. And, and, and I mean, yeah, sent, that's
0: amazing information.
3: If you ever look up his autograph, just look up his autograph and see how it's it's drawn and it's, it's, uh, it's artwork. So if you're ever at the racetrack and he's there, and he's not there every week these days, so if he's there at the track, you know, with his team, It's kind of neat to see him. Of course, he wears his hat, and you know, you 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 can always spot him wherever he is. But you know, if you have a chance to stop him for an autograph, and don't just scoop him with a napkin, you know, get the man something nice because he's gonna do something, You know, he's gonna do something special for you. It's not like most people's autograph; they just make an X. Is that that really your name? You know, (laughs) kind of like like you got a doctor's prescription or something. (laughs) I just do his
2: name. You know what I mean? And 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 born ten years later on the same day, Larry David.
3: Ah, 75 years old, 75 today. years old, 75 years and
2: old. I, I'm, listen, I'm just going to say this and we can get into it later on. But also on this date, an alligator fell from the sky during a thunderstorm. It is noted there's a story behind there's, a, there's an actual clip from a newspaper. I'm going to bring this up maybe during casting call. But they the push sc- him out of a plane. Or something? Didn't no, they didn't they had nothing to do with this. This was a storm happening in a particular area, and the residents noticed it and chronicled it.
3: And it ended up in a newspaper. Did they actually see him fly? Fell. Well, fell. What happened to
0: him when he landed?
3: He probably died. (laughs) But it fell from the sky. An alligator
2: fell from the sky as this newspaper reports and the people from this town report. And I'll just give you a hint. It was over in South Carolina. It was a big. It was a big storm that happened. Okay. And they say an alligator. Y'all oh. want to make me the, okay? I can't keep. Hurricane it hanging out of Hugo. It. No, it wasn't.
3: What hurricane Hugo?
2: I'm it was in Charleston. Charleston, Hurricane South Hugo Carolina. was in Charleston. Okay. Well, Alapalms wiped out Alapalms. This was in 1865.
3: Well, no, they've been an alligator been flying for a while. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I guess he would have been. Okay. Actually, it was 1843. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and and this thing. Fell from the sky. Here's the part of it. The whole hermit ground. Under, it was blinding to look out at the frequent intervals of thunderstorm bursts. I'm reading this from, actually, it doesn't say the name of the newspaper. Well, wait. Newspaper cutting from the Times-Picayune on the day an alligator fell from the
3: sky. It end up in the low country boil. Yeah. They didn't put him in the low beyond, country. Yeah, okay, they talk about the storm. <laughs> it ended up on somebody's feet. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, there we go. Somebody made a nice belt, nice pair of shoes.
2: And beyond this, we have heard... <laughs> Of no casualties, unless we count the unless we may account, this was writing was crazy, unless we may account as such, the raining down of an alligator about two feet long at the corner of Wentworth and Arnson streets. We have not been lucky enough to find anyone who saw him come down, but the important fact that it was there is <laughs> uncontestable. There's I didn't, you know, I didn't know he fell out of this guy. He, he, he couldn't have got there any other way. He couldn't it crawl it through decided a sewer, uni- no manhole. It was, uni- it was decided unanimously that he rained down. Now, if it was a tornado, could have picked it up from one of the lake and brought him over, and then he fell then. Yeah. I could see that. But it's the headline that gets you, right? That makes you read the newspaper. You should know that. You're an old newspaper man.
3: Newspaper guy. <laughs> <All right. laughs>
2: Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9thegame.com. Nine, nine, Y'all hear anything happening this past week with uh,
0: college football?
3: Wow.
2: I was at work. I was busy. My clone just, was.
3: Just wow. There was
0: college football news?
2: It's, it's the inevitable.
3: Really? You know it's, what, though? It, it, it's, it's the money grab. And my thing is, you know, it's the Big Ten chasing down major markets. And uh, you know you, you like why they want the market? Chase them and caught them. They, they chase them and caught them. And they still caught. Why you I, figure I, they chasing them? How you figure but, them folks out there who didn't want to stay at the Pac-12, which is irrelevant. No, nah, they because the big, big Ten is chasing down major TV markets. They, they are. The SEC is going for for tradition and, and yeah, bank okay. and whatnot yeah. with with your Texas Oklahoma and, Oka- and yeah. Tesla, Oklahoma, Big Ten, Rutgers, New York market, Maryland, DC market. Huh? Now they got the LA market, and I'm saying if the ACC goes sideways. As some people said, they're going to come down here to to, to, uh, to North Avenue. The Big Ten will come after Georgia Tech. I'm so sure they would to get the Atlanta market.
2: Well, you know when that will happen. But let, well, well, that's, that's if
3: the ACC goes the way that a lot of people think think it's going to happen.
2: There's something that will make that happen a whole lot quicker, but I'm going to get to that in just a second. To your point, though, you're absolutely right, and this is, this is what the Big Ten has been. We can talk about the championships sitting over there down the street, over there down I-20, but that's going to have a shelf life. Eventually, they're not going to be the juggernaut that they have been. Then who's it going to be? Is Texas going to rise up again? Is Oklahoma going to be what they were? But they're not going to have the assets that the Big Ten will have because that's the, richest, that's the richest conference right now.
3: And you're talking about bringing in more big city money? Please. The major markets. I mean, I don't know what they think about Stanford and Cal Berkeley, but that's San Francisco. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, a, it's obviously to me the Big Ten are going for the TV markets. They got Chicago, obviously. That's where the home office is. So I'm just talking about they're going for the, for the major TV markets. I, I, think that's, I think that's their mentality. The SEC is a different thing. The SEC is going for programs. They've got power. Your Oklahoma, your Texas. And if the ACC goes sideways, Clemson's over in a heartbeat. How does because it- to me, Clemson has always been the ACC school with the SEC mentality they rather beat you in a football game than a basketball game always? any day. Always? I mean, always. the
0: last 10 years, maybe?
3: last 20 years, last 30 years. Clemson always had the biggest football stadium in the conference.
0: Of the ACC. Of the ACC. ACC's got ridiculously small football. ACC, look, ACC
3: is a basketball conference. That's what I'm saying. When I moved from Georgia to North Carolina, people talk about, well, NC State played today. They had a big crowd. (laughs) How many? 30,000. I said, really? Where I come from, you got that kind of crowd. The the coach has got a Mayflower truck in front of his yard because he's gone. You know what I mean? So it's, it's just a different vibe up there. And Clemson, to me, has always been the place that rather beat you in football than basketball.
2: And speaking of football, while it doesn't move the needle as far as the ACC, what will send those folks down there, as you said, Georgia Tech, this team doesn't play football in the ACC, but everything else is in the ACC, and they got to make a decision, and what they're going to do as they watch the landscape shift. What will Notre Dame do? Yeah. And if Notre Dame decides we're going to pick up our basketball and baseball and everything else that they have locked into the ACC, with the exception of football, we all know, and decide to join one of the conferences because they've been left out of some big games because they weren't affiliated. It's helped them some years. It's hurt them some years, right? But if they make the decision as they watch going on here, and by the way, we're going to come join y'all with a TV contract. You know what I mean with that with that NBC contract? Yeah, I don't
3: know what they do with that because you know, the Big Ten already got that already got that TV.
2: Well, regardless that they will they will still have that in their back pocket. How are they going to have s- that
3: and be a part of the conference?
2: No, no, I'm 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 saying to you that they come with that as far as okay, if we're going to give this up, that they have the negotiating upside. I I think from my seat as far as where they want to go, I don't see them going to the SEC. Oh I think no, no! I don't it really see them. It would so they're going
3: it, to Big Ten. It would make sense because of the uh, of the rivalries, and even and especially now the USC is, is going to be and, and, and then
2: the collateral damage, though, that I think is what's going to shut down the ACC. And so then what happens to some of those other schools? When you talk about a Clemson, what does Clemson decide to do? They want to come. Listen, we, we've been battling you boys here in the SEC all this time. We might as well come join you.
3: Right. You know, and we've been, 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 my, been, my where, wherever Miami goes, Florida State will go. Yeah. I think they want to be somewhere where they can have a rivalry with Florida. Right.
2: Boy, wouldn't that be something if they went join Big Ten, Miami?
3: Because they all used to play each other back in the day when Florida State and Miami were independent. One of them had to give Florida up. Miami don't play Florida every year, huh. you know. But at one time they were all playing each other. So that's that's a big day. That's a big money. That's a big TV deal. Um, so you know that's what you, we may see happening. But my thing is. What's this do for UCLA?
0: Well, the we basket, in, talk, what talk, regard, talk in what talk regard?
3: About, it's, well, especially for their football.
2: Okay, so well, what about we, the basketball no, nobody, aspect? Nobody,
0: the no. basketball aspect for UCLA is going to be tremendous, I will say. Because because everybody's we're all talking about football. I mean, this is going to do great things with basketball, baseball, women's basketball. I mean, I read a story said that this this whole thing will save probably half of UCLA's female sports with this revenue stream that they're going to get now. I mean, this is major for them.
3: But I Man. mean, but but it, but it won't make their football relevant. And well, they got and, and they got the biggest stadium to play in.
0: But but if they win the Big 10 <laughs> basketball tournament, they do. <laughs> yeah, uh, they got this massive here.
3: stadium it's not even their they're, stadium, it's, though. it's not theirs, they're yeah. using it. No, yeah. so that's what, where they're the play Bowl, their game. Yeah, but since uh, now, when they're gonna play Big Ten schools, it can be the Rose Bowl every week, yeah. That's right, play. we got Michigan coming in next week, <laughs> Ohio State next week, you know. Traditions have, have just floated and the Keith down the river. Jackson, Jackson yeah. and the Keith Jackson, press yeah, they, box they, there. there. Them,
2: them traditions that we can see just floating down the Chattahoochee, they don't mean anything <laughs> anymore, they really don't. As we watch what's going on here, and is you know, it comes back to everything, comes back to one word, and that is money. And that's okay. We understand why you're going for it. You're in a business, but as what we know college football to be, and what you guys are striving it to be, the question is: What is this sport going to look like? And how are the how how is the champion going to be decided in ten years?
3: I want to know what the crowd's going to look like when you have that really big, um, you know, UCLA Northwestern game, and the stadium's half empty.
2: Why would you think it'd be half empty?
3: We want to see that.
2: Folks travel to that particular city. Northwestern, a whole uh, lot of folks and I, and want to that, come and to Chicago. I say, and, yeah. I
3: say that, and I say that for this reason. Nick Saban is already barking at the students at Alabama for not coming to Alabama games. He does. Hey. That, 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 that are not that are not hey. Auburn or LSU or somebody that's at the top of the food chain the SEC. Anybody else... They got empty seats.
2: And that's a him problem because we've said the same thing here in Atlanta. When the Hawks weren't happening and the Celtics would come
3: to town, listen, that place would be we full. Th- we ain't talking about the NBA. This is college football t- and everybody's supposed to have a fever. People, This is a, conversation, a college football conversation now. We ain't talking about Hawks. He's complaining because the students don't show up because since they've been around, all games are televised. Right. The kids don't want to sit in the game in September. They're going to put them up in the hottest seats up in the top of the stadium. They'd rather go to a bar, get a pizza, and some brew. I started, you know what I mean. So I, I mean, it's, that's what I, that, that, that's my point as far as, as Saban screaming about them not coming to conference games. If it's them cupcake games, that's one thing. But he's barking at students at Alabama for not coming to conference games because they're all televised.
2: And that's, you're making my point because I was. And forgive me for grabbing a basketball analogy yeah, no. first, but it's still to your point. I'm going to say to you whether it's. College football or it's another sport. You pick it. The TV-watching experience has made it, so why would I want to go and deal with traffic and sit there and blah, 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 and watch my team and enjoy it in front of or around a whole bunch of other fans of this particular team? Yeah. So, like I said, that's a him problem. Now, whether we have seen that, we don't see it at Georgia. We don't see it that much at Georgia Tech. But, yes, there is an issue for whatever reason. We don't see it at too many schools, but because he is at the top of the food chain, he feels like his... The visual of his games should be different,
3: right? That's what he's getting at, we're and gonna, it's just too we're, bad. We'll talk about the picture of that spring game they had over in the Tuscaloosa. Had <laughs> a bunch of him. It's like a air raid coming. Everybody leave. There was nobody at that thing.
2: I want to apologize to Mr. Hutchinson. I have been saying his title wrong. He's the executive vice president and general manager. Not director. Executive, vice president, and general manager of Atlanta Motor I'm Pete
3: glad White. you got that right because he's coming up I next. know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs>
2: Getting this out of the way where he comes in and slaps me <laughs> slaps me right down with his uh, verbal assault. Anyway, oh, Brandon man. Hutchison, friend of the show, is going to join us next. we got to talk about this Quaker State 400. It's happening next Sunday. Everybody be ready if you can get some tickets, but you need to go down to the event itself and just enjoy the day at the track. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Have you heard the story of the hot rod
4: race with the Fords and Lincolns? Was setting the pace? That story is true. I'm here to say I was driving that Model A. Sports
2: Radio 99, the game. 99thegame.com. It's, it's, it's Sam and Greg, Greg. Commander Cody in the Lost Planet Airmen. Hot Rod Lincoln on Star 94. Anyway. Heard that song in forever. Yeah, though. We want to thank you guys for making us a part of your Saturday morning on this July 2nd. Next weekend is where you need to focus on. It's a holiday weekend, and again, be very, very careful out there. It's an amateur day slash weekend. You got people out there, unfortunately, doing things, drinking and driving that they wouldn't normally be doing. So be very, very careful because we want you around for next weekend, another special weekend around here. Uh, the the events leading up to, and then, of course, the Quaker State 400 out at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Touch, uh, you know, we, we reached out to him last week, and well, for whatever reason, we couldn't get our schedules together, but we couldn't be more happy to have Brandon Hutchison join us this week to talk about the upcoming race. How have you How's your summer been so far, man?
4: Sam, Greg, good morning. My summer's going great. Going to be better next weekend. Yes. Damn, dropping some knowledge this morning with the Richard Petty autograph. No risk. He, <laughs> well, he heard that.
2: Oh, heard. I tell gosh. you, man, people hear this stuff all
3: but, the time. But, Brandon, you knew that, right?
4: No. I no? Did not. Are I you serious? I appreciate the education this morning. It makes sense, I guess. But, no, I, I did not know that.
3: Have you ever watched him sign an autograph before?
4: I have. And, as a matter of fact, I've got one of the oh, – I got one of three – checkered flags from the 1992 race which was his final race Jeff Gordon's first race so I'll have to inspect that thing when I get back to the office on Monday
2: yeah well it needs to be in a frame because according to Mr. Crenshaw it's art it, it is art
4: it, 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 it is it <laughs> is it's on my wall
3: <laughs> Brandon always great to spend some time with you uh, the season has come along and the time has come has the time come quickly from the spring race to this race, I mean, uh, has it been a, and a lot of work to get ready for this one, but how has it been for you?
4: You know, Sam, it has. It's We have been preparing since the checkered flag dropped for the Folds of Honor Quick Trip 500, and we haven't stopped. It has been full blast. It has snuck up on us a little bit, but I'll tell you, we're excited about it. We've been preparing, and I can promise you, those that choose to come out to Atlanta Motor Speedway next weekend are going to be in for a treat.
2: You know, we haven't talked to you since the quick trip and 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 just curious to find out the reaction. I'm sure it's very positive, but that was the first race with the new paving, with the with the new pavement. And and Yeah, it was. The new pavement. Yes. We went
4: from 24 degrees to 28 degrees. I'll tell you. <laughs> not only did it surprise and delight everybody that chose to come and watch on TV, it produced 46 lead changes amongst 20 different drivers, passes for position all day long. It was the most exciting race that has ever been run in Atlanta Motor Speedway. And that's a bold statement. We've been running races since 1960.
2: Which means that you now have a different kind of race when it comes to Atlanta Motor Speedway. I'm sure there was one prior to that, and the racers looked at it a certain way. But as you just said, you described something that hasn't happened before. This has got to be exciting, because it's like a whole different type of experience for the racers when they come here. And they're still trying to figure out you know, what, what to do and how to, how to approach this.
4: Absolutely. We turned a 1.54-mile intermediate track into a super speedway that's never been done before don't know that it'll ever be done again so if you love to watch that pack racing if you love the edge of the seat not knowing what's going to happen from second to second atlanta motor speedway is now that william byron won one point one thousandths of a second the entire field that was on the lead lap crossed the finish line within three seconds of each other you just don't see that every week and We're excited about it the only problem now is we got to duplicate it so (laughs) we're excited about next weekend i can promise you we got 650 miles of racing between the alsco uniforms 250 on saturday and the quaker state 400 presented by walmart on sunday it's going to be a big time i can't wait like i said we've been working since the checkered flag fell in march when the green flag drops it's going to be a big time at atlanta motor speedway and hey that's just the on-the-track stuff. We've got so much stuff for fans when cars are not on track. Like I said earlier, you're in for a treat if you come out and see us.
3: Folks who are spending time on the waitforit.com hotline this morning with Brandon Hutchinson from Atlanta Motor Speedway. He is social. You can find him on Twitter at Hutch 72 at Hutch 72 Let's talk about revs and Riffs, a music festival. You guys are having everything going on down there. Uh, talk about the events leading up to the cars getting on the track.
4: Well, I'll tell you, you know, what's better in the middle of summer than NASCAR racing and live music? So we decided to combine the two. Revs and Riffs is a music festival. It gets kicked off next Friday, July 8th at the Camper Appreciation Party in the Legends Campground Friday night. And it continues throughout the entire weekend. We've got Candlebox that's going to play the pre-race concert for the Ausco Uniforms 250 after that race. We've got the Peach Pit Party on the infield. We've got dueling mechanical bulls.
1: Got ah, we trucks. go. That's one. fireworks.
4: We've got Cornhole and Blackberry Smoke. Georgia's own Blackberry Smoke is going to headline the band the, the concert that night. And then Sunday morning before the Quaker State four hundred, we've got Flow Rida that's going to be playing the pre race concert. So we've got some really big headliners playing, but mixed in throughout the entire weekend, we've got music throughout the facility. So We've got a movie night. We've got a chance to drive your car on track to benefit Speedway Children's Charities Friday night. So just a lot of stuff for fans to be able to take in. I want to be sure that if fans choose to come to Atlanta Motor Speedway, and I hope they do, they'll have a lot of entertainment, create some cool memories, and have a real fun weekend doing it. This
2: is Brandon Hutcherson, Executive Vice President and General Manager of Atlanta Motor Speedway, joining Sam and Greg here at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 92.9thegame.com. Nine your quest, I would imagine, Prior to every race, I mean, like you said, when you shut down one race, you start thinking about the next one. And it's not just the race. It's all the stuff on the periphery. You know, I was so wanting to be a part of that peach pit the last night. When you talk about mechanical bull, that's one thing. But two mechanical bulls, yeah. that, that's getting me in the car with a full tank of gas. I'm going down <laughs> there to see what's what. But what is your objective every year to come up with something, another little nugget? And what is it? Uh, before this particular Quaker State 400 that you've come up with that's different than what you had before for the fans to uh, enjoy when they get down there?
4: Well, it's it's about just that, fan enjoyment. We are an entertainment facility, right? So NASCAR is going to do a great job, and they have with the next-gen car, of making sure that the on-track competition is tight and exciting. Our objective is making sure that Families that choose to come to Atlanta Motor Speedway will create great lifelong memories and the hope that they want to come back and see us time and time again. But at the end of the day, we're a customer service-driven industry. We want to make sure that the fans are entertained. So our objective every single race is to be new, special, different, not just rehash the same thing over and over and over again. So it takes a lot of work, but it's well worth it when we get to race weekend and we see the smiles on the family's faces and especially those young fans, that's what's most rewarding for us. So our objective is just to try to do cool stuff, try to have fun.
3: Brandon, you guys really did something pretty cool to uh, people who don't know. Uh, in recent years, uh, the Henry County high schools have uh, had their commencements and their graduation ceremonies there at Atlanta motor speedway and each graduate this spring got something special.
4: Yeah, absolutely. You know, when COVID hit, obviously, high schools weren't able to, to do the graduation ceremonies within their own stadium. So I reached out to the school superintendent and said, hey, we got a pretty big outdoor space if you want to try it. She was on board. We just finished our third year in a row of Henry High School graduations at Atlanta Motor Speedway. You want to talk about rewarding, being, being able to, to see these kids cross the stage, grab that diploma. And this year we said, hey, they've worked real hard. These kids especially have really been through it over the last two years, so why not give them an opportunity to come out to Atlanta Motor Speedway for free and watch the race, have some time before they go off to college, go off to a trade school, go off and protect our freedoms this weekend. We need to talk about our freedoms. Go off and protect our freedoms in the military services. So come on out, kick back, have some fun before real life begins.
2: Quaker State 400 next weekend out at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Can we take a second and do a little PSA? Because it's funny that I have heard from every year when we talk about this, and I mention it sort of haphazardly, but then people say, I didn't know that. I told my friends or family down in Florida. We are approaching hurricane season. And there are still people out there who I believe don't know that Atlanta Motor Speedway is a hurricane evacuation location. Along with having year-round camping People should know to let their family members that live in Florida or other, some of the coastal areas, that if they need to get out of there, they can come to Atlanta Motor Speedway.
4: Yeah, you know, it's not one of those things we talk about a lot. We have 850 acres. We have about a 1,000 different events every year. Some days you might have four or five events going on, but I tell you, Greg, when life happens right whether it's a tornado or a hurricane or a storm that might be affecting somebody on the coast uh, why should we sit there empty so about 10 or 15 years ago i went to to my boss at the time ed clark and said Mm -hmm. hey you know what hurricane's coming why don't we open our property why don't we we let people who are seeking refuge from a storm um come here hang out and and be safe and we've been doing it ever since we've partnered with Henry County Emergency Management Agency, and they do a really good job of helping us communicate when a storm does come. But, you know, it's one of those things that's often forgotten. But I can promise you, as hurricane season approaches, it's something yeah. we have talked about, and we're, we're happy to do it. It's We got the space. Why not be a good community member? And, uh, you know, the NASCAR community is massive. So we want to be a family to everybody that should need help in their time of need.
3: Yeah, we're wrapping things up here with Brandon Hutchinson from Atlanta Motor Speedway. You mentioned your boss, Ed Clark, but your big boss um, yeah. uh, re- recently passed away in Bruton Smith. Um, thoughts about him and uh, his legacy. He definitely has a fingerprint on things here uh, in Atlanta, but in, in NASCAR in
4: general. You know, I was honored and humbled to be able to work for Bruton for many, many years. And Bruton Smith, our chairman who passed away last last week, He was a visionary. He was a big part of why NASCAR is what it is today. He and Bill France Sr. came together back in the the 50s. He built Charlotte Motor Speedway in the 60s. And, you know, he coined the phrase, Sam, we work for the fans. And he has has impressed upon us for many, many years that that's what we do. So when you hear me talk about entertainment, when you hear me talk about fun, when you hear me talk about memories, that's all coming from Bruton Smith. He was a visionary. He did think he was brave. He was bold. He's going to be missed, but he left his legacy here, and he will not soon be forgotten. I can promise you that.
2: All right, Brandon, we're up against We've got a minute or so left here. We're going to give you the floor to give the best plug and the best acknowledgement of what folks are going to experience next weekend or, excuse me, throughout the week leading up to the race next weekend out at Atlanta Motor Speedway.
4: Well, thank you guys. I appreciate the opportunity. You know, we try to have a price point for every family out there. So if you're listening, you can afford to come to Atlanta motor speedway, go to Atlanta Take a look around our website. Kids are free on Saturday. Kids are only 10 bucks on Sunday. We're cheaper than a matinee movie. You don't even have to go into the closet and pull out that movie purse. You all know the one you can bring your cooler, pack it full of your favorite drinks. And, uh, Come on out, have fun with us. Like I said earlier, I promise you. You choose to come out to Atlanta Motor Speedway next weekend for the Quaker State 400 presented by Walmart, you will not be disappointed. We're gonna pack you full of entertainment. It's gonna be something you won't ever forget.
3: That, that <laughs> he talked about that. Outstanding, outstanding. Put that on a bumper sticker. How about that, move, that movie purse? I think some people, <laughs> think folks may use that some Saturday afternoons at football games. We <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, Brandon. Thank you,
4: Brandon. Don't be a stranger, man. Sam, Greg, thank you so much. Y'all have a great Fourth of July weekend. Be safe. Have fun. We'll see you next weekend. You guys, right, thank you Z again.
2: That's Brandon Hutchinson, Executive Vice President, General Manager of Atlanta Motor Speedway. That's a full couple days out there. Yeah, man. Fun. You 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 definitely you're gonna do some walking, you're gonna get plenty to eat and the music, like he said. It's a fun time out there. And um, as he started off with it and you can afford it. And you can afford it. That's, That's the important that. thing. Casting, because mm-hmm. speaking of money, money is flying through the air. Thanks to the film industry, I'm going you know about let you know about how you can grab some of that up next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com.
0: Sports
2: Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on the second day of July. That's for the Springsteen fans. He's one of those people that we don't pay a lot of, but, you know, his fans are just
0: rabid.
3: Well, they're everywhere.
2: But the worst part about this is, and probably for them, he don't own this no more. Springsteen. Yeah. The working man musician, of course, people will dispute that, but sold his catalog. Half a billion dollars. I thought that was low. (laughs) I really did. When you think about it, dude's been popping out records since, since, what, Gerald Ford was president, and five hundred million in today's market—I thought that was kind of low. I just—I just did, you know. But
3: maybe it was somebody he liked.
2: <laughs> okay, that's how it works. Yeah, Uh-oh.
3: you give him lots like, of money. I kind of like you. Well, I'll give you, you know, I know you're gonna take good care of. Him. You're not gonna do anything bad with him, so you know, that could—that could have that been part of it.
2: I guess. Well, well, good for the boss.
3: The boss. You ever seen his concert? You ever been to one of his concerts? No. I mean, I watched videos of them or even productions of them, but never in person. No.
2: They they are one of those if you like rock and, and one of those concerts that they say you have to go to once because the you know, the level of just energy he puts into his shows. Now he's I don't know if he's over seventy? Gotta be.
3: Yeah, be close to seventy if he's not.
2: Close to it or whatever. Anyway. Um Sam and Greg again, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929 TheGame.com. Uh oh, wait a minute. I got to do something. I got to do something here. Is it number two or number one I got to do here? Eric is busy. Wait, it was one on Number some, three. You haven't number, done three. Oh, haven't number done three. three there. Yeah, well, I haven't read it, so forgive me for my uh, miss That We are three weeks from Major League Baseball's All Star Game, Sam. Did you know that?
3: Yes. What's the date? Uh, we get the date, but I know <laughs> July that, 19th. But I know that but Ronald Acuna is starting. So
2: Check probably. out. Check out Odyssey's (laughs) big-time baseball podcast with Cody Decker, Tony Gwynn Jr., and Major League Baseball insider John Heyman. They cover all things Major League Baseball. If you're looking for an insider scoop on what's happening in baseball from the field to the clubhouse and front office, then this is the podcast for you, Sam. New episodes of big-time baseball every Monday on Odyssey or wherever you get your podcasts. There you go. That's right. You guys go to 929thegame.com slash casting call. You are going to see a reduced set of breakdowns.
3: Okay. Because
2: it's the holiday. There's not much going on. And once again, I haven't in years past focused as much as I have this year on letting you guys know where to find the the behind-the-camera jobs. A lot of people changing jobs. I mean, you you know the spiel. You hear me do it every week, and so I'm just again. While we have a sort of a lull in in front of the camera jobs, and it's ramping up, and I could possibly get a long list, but it, the timing of when you would submit versus the timing when you would get tested, and all of that stuff, it gets kind of jumbled during big holiday weekends. So I just let's just focus this week on behind the camera. All right. So all right. when you guys go to the, you go there, you are going to see, as it says. Find the behind-the-camera job opportunities this week, and you're just going to scroll down through. So not only is it crew job openings, but also the contacts for voiceover work or voice actors, if you will. Okay. So I've got those up there waiting for you. So all that's there. All of that is there. And, again, if you guys have got any questions, greg.clarkson, Odyssey. It's kind of like a smaller version um, for both of us this week with local stuff and the casting call because it's a holiday
3: weekend. Like like I mentioned, though, this week, though, they took my parking spots over here across the street.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They took your parking
3: That folks are doing stuff around here. They are doing things As I said, there
2: are things going on. There's still stuff being shot. It's not completely barren.
3: They couldn't give me, like, one parking spot. I just wanted to park one space. No, you can't, and you didn't call nobody,
2: and you didn't have a thing in your window that gave you a special permission. What's the thing in your window? Well, you need to go call your buddies at City Hall and find out. What do I need to do to put something in my window so if I need to park where production is going on, they're going to let me in. That's one thing. Two, the other thing is this. You can
3: actually do that? And the other thing is this. (laughs) I, I told asked, you. I I told asked, you before. I, 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 be-
2: I told you before. Because people are listening,
3: boy. I, I know they're on, listening, I need, and I, I, I didn't get, answer that. Did I need to get my hands on one? And I said to you, I can go park over there where they do in that movie. I said to you, I can get to meet J Lo. Like, no, well, place. you know that ain't gonna happen. No, but I'm just saying, a rock. Can't even meet J Lo these days. I think what he don't want to meet her now, but I'm just saying he would. He'd rather buy the Mets than the Twins. You know, but I'm
2: saying if you act like you belong, yeah then in 8 times out of 10 you'll get away with what you need to do. So if you pull in there all confident and get out your car and start walking someplace, unless somebody stops you, most cuz you got kids there that are hired for no I shouldn't say that. No. But there are people there who may be looking elsewhere when they see somebody like you. The exception to the rule is you. I don't look know No, 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 cuz you don't look like you're going to be anybody's problem. You look like you should be there. You look official. You look like somebody of authority, okay? So that's what I'm trying to give you, that little piece. To answer your other question, no, there isn't such a tag, at least that I know of. Okay, so me telling people.
3: Oh, you, that, you put, I said idea, that, to put you. that idea, I said, okay. It would be a good idea. Yeah, it would be a great but idea. But
2: how do you know when they're going to be there? You can't right. have a universal right. sticker in your car. For, right. Right. If right. I go to that County, they're shooting <laughs> up at the Infinite Center, or I come down Southside Lake Spivey, they're shooting. Now, don't work everywhere. <laughs> How come I couldn't get a parking
3: spot? I'm just saying, that right, right here in Midtown, though, like you said, that's some pretty prime real estate to lock up that whole parking, that parking lot. Yeah,
2: well, that's it's the parking lot and where they were shooting. If they were out in the streets, you think about that. We've talked about this a little bit before, and I don't have this, and I'm I'm ballparking here. Mm-hmm. It could be is it. Chances are it's more. But when they shot Ant Ant Man and Wasp right down here, right in front of our building, Fourteenth and Peachtree Street, they had to close down. 14th Street from Peachtree, about a block, two blocks maybe. And then there was on Peachtree Street Street, about a two-block radius that was kind of sectioned off that was closed down. Mm -hmm. Now, one of the main things that the Atlanta Film Bureau does, film office, if you will, is hand out permits for these productions to shoot wherever they need to shoot. And obviously the rate is different depending on where you are in the city. So as you said, prime real estate right down here. This was, what, five years ago, whenever they shot that movie, four or five years ago, a couple years before the pandemic, they shot it, all right? And I heard it was a three fifty dollars to $400,000 day. Now, that was just, and again, it was speculation. Right. Could have been more. But what you have to do is you have to get not just public, pub, um, public transportation rerouted. You've got to close down them businesses, and if they're, they're restaurants and things like that where the foot traffic is important, you got to pay them folks to shut it down. And how much is that? Those restaurants inside these big buildings down here, you got to shut down Chick fil A. You got to shut down Starbucks, possibly during shooting. Or you got to work around them and then still work with them because they're not going to have the drive through traffic. So all of that has to be taken into consideration. So, them permits, they are like gold, depending mm. on where they are. So, yeah, they weren't thinking about you and your own little old car. No, I guess not. I guess
3: not. I guess not. (laughs) They
2: weren't thinking about you because the industry needs what they need when they need it. And that's why you see people get all irate when, you know, the weather changes. Yeah. And they schedule. That's why the guy we're going to have on Monday, we got to tell a story of how he was like Elvis. He was Michael Jackson, whoever the stars you can think of, when I brought him onto a, a TV show set. And I had no idea why, but he was the biggest star in the building, and that included the stars on the TV show. Wow! So that's that's our boy when we're doing Monday's show out there at the Peachtree Road Race. Chesley.
3: Okay. Okay. He was. Okay.
2: He was the biggest name when when a guy came up to me and says, "Hey, do you do you do you, guys, do you know Chesley McNeil?" I like, <laughs> "I don't know him. I mean, I've met him a couple of times, but I don't really know him." He said, "Well, the executive producer and directors they love him." And he, the whiz was, was a daily viewing oh my requirement wow. on this particular TV show. Okay. Because it dictated when they could, they wanted to make sure they wanted to do location shooting. And if the weather was, you know, not going to happen, they changed things around because they got mm-hmm. to get that permit, right? Yeah. And some, I guess some weather people in this city weren't as accurate as Chesley. So they love him.
3: Wow. So. Well, we look forward to having him join us Monday morning. Obviously, uh, Greg and I will be... Uh, at the Peachtree Road Race, of course, earlier today, if you were with us, Rich Kana, uh the race director, was with us. Uh, they are having the uh, expo right now. Uh, we'll go, come, well, it starts up in about an hour uh, over at the Georgia World Congress Center. People are going by to pick up their number. But it's a big display of things for you know, fitness and, and working out and running and new apparel and all that type of thing. Hydration, all those uh, type of things that are being uh, stressed for you, especially if you're going to be participating in the race uh, this year. And so people getting their information there, find out what time to go, whether you take MARTA, because I can imagine, you know, MARTA's going to be pretty crowded. I don't know if you would park your car at Lenox where you start and then take MARTA back up, or if you park your car somewhere in Midtown. So when you run down, you can take MARTA up to your starting place and then run down, then you just get in your car and go home. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I guess people do it both ways. I don't know.
2: Well, we're going to find this out, because this is the first time you and I have done this.
3: Yeah. And we, we usually watch it from way up here, <laughs> yeah. but, they, but but they, they did us a favor yeah. and they put this doggone building in front of our window here, and we can't see Peachtree Street anymore. So um, if I was in these
2: Colony Square condos, I'd be mad as you know what. That <laughs> had the best view for forever best since I've been view. living here, man. And they put this building up. In front. Of course, that happens in big cities all the time. Yeah, especially the folks that live behind like the Sears Tower and the Hancock Building. It's yeah, they put that
3: up there, and like, all of a sudden you see nothing.
2: <laughs> you got nothing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's. It, I'm looking forward to this. This is gonna. This is gonna be really interesting coming so. up. I Again, so. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The game.com. If you're just joining us, we came up with a marvelous idea earlier today. Given the craziness that must be going on at the airport or airports around the country, and what we've seen the discourse between passenger and employees there, it has just been just it's maddening. You can spend a whole hour on YouTube going back and forth watching mm-hmm. folks screaming. So instead of these smoking rooms. And, again, I stole this from somebody else. I heard this, but I thought it was a great idea. They should have screaming rooms. Just someplace for folks to just go somewhere, scream, spit, turn around, do what you got to do instead of taking it out on other people. And if you want to take a picture of that person that you're mad with because the the, the gate agent had nothing to do with your flight being canceled right, or right. delayed or whatever. But it was just convenient with yeah, the person just, that was yeah. there. So if you want to take that picture, you take it and put it in there. They, they'll ship it over there. Like, could you imagine the agent? Let's play this out, Sam. I'm sorry, sir. I had nothing to do with your flight. Okay, well, our screaming room is down two more corridors. I'll send my picture down there, and we'll it'll be showing on the widescreen in five minutes. And you can go there and just unload on them.
3: Just a place to do it. Just a thought. Just a place to do it.
2: Just a it. thought. Ah. Coming up in the 9 o'clock hour. Oh, we hope he has set his alarm. Deshaun Tate's going to join us. we got to talk about all this NBA movement uh, that we have seen this past week. He's going to join us. Hawks make some big moves. Hawks made some moves. And I'll tell you who else made some moves. They're the Braves. I mean, not trades and things like that, but they have continued to ascend in the um, Eastern Division. And so we're going to talk about this past week with the Braves. Uh, that is all coming up as we head into the 9 o'clock hour. Sam and Greg, Eric Slaughter's is with us. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.